Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Lift Effect podcast. I am your host, Matt McNeil, founder, clinical director, and director of human performance at Lift Effect, where we assist professional pilots with maintaining better mental health and optimizing their mental skills. The goal of this podcast is simple to help pilots and other high liability professionals and disciplines come out of the shadows to discover how we can live better lives personally and professionally. Join us each episode as we discuss various topics ranging from mental health, mental skills and performance, to business, entrepreneurship, and a few other surprises along the way. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Lift Effect podcast. I'm your host, Carl Keller, and I have my man of the moment, always, Matt McNeil. How the hell are you, buddy? I am doing pretty good, man. Pretty tired this week. Been kind of churning and burning. Um, not great sleep. Uh, sleep has been kind of odd. I'm getting woken up by either pets or child or... <laughs> <laughs> or just uh, mind is running, um, uh, so I'm having to pull out the skills to um, all the all the skill all the tools to try to keep it managed. So how are you doing? Yeah, my uh, my uh, nine year olds have is having a bout of the night terrors, mm. so waking you up in the middle of the night. Yep. So it's uh, always a challenge to to calm him down and get him kind of back resting. Yeah. But, uh, other than it's that, it's challenging. Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, I thought he was through it, but it's still there. Yep. Hey, Matt, I wanted to kind of follow up on a pad podcast we did a, a couple of episodes ago, mm. and it was to kind of uh, connect with the um, organization uh, question the, uh, that uh, one of our listeners brought up, mm -hmm. and it it's in regards to um, willpower. And uh, there was something that you had mentioned to me, not on the podcast, but on uh, uh, another venue. Just because you want to get organized, you got to have the motivation. You got to have the uh, the willpower to do that. And and I think that leads into the comment that you had made about willpower to me. And I want to kind of just throw that at you as to kind of follow up on that because I yeah. thought it was important. Well, so in that, and we can, you know, that was a V. That's a V one thing that we're we're getting into, uh, in in. V1, we spend a good amount of time discussing willpower and and discussing how we manage energy and how we create some algorithms and, and habits and uh, those kinds of things. And these all, they're all uh, linked together. Um, but willpower is, there's a lot of research on willpower by behavioral psychologists and social psychologists. And willpower is a real thing. Um, I used to think, and I was dead wrong, um, until I really delved into the research on this and learned about this and got training on this, I, I always thought willpower was kind of BS. It, it was, it, it just, the mind will out trick you um, and convince you that you should, should not have any willpower. <laughs> uh, it's like, cause we have things like addiction and all, all these things that we do as humans to get ourselves in trouble because we don't have uh, impulse control. Um, so I was on the fence about willpower and, when I, you know, was in undergrad, which is, I don't want to admit how many number of years ago that was, but it, like they didn't know much about this stuff. And even in grad school, um, which was a little more recent, but still a, a while ago, there there wasn't a lot of good research on 
on this, but in the last ten, you know, ten years, it's they've come. It's it's really developed and blossomed, and we know a lot more about willpower. But one of the things, um, Martin Seligman, who is a uh, a psychologist that is kind of the developed the positive psychology movement, and he's really br- he's brilliant. And one of the things in his research he found was that willpower actually outpredicts IQ by a factor of two in uh, for academic performance which if you think about that that's crazy i mean i think that 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 is mind blowing it outpredicts iq by a factor of 2 yet yeah when you told me that i was like it's mind blowing wow. right i mean when you knowing what a factor of 2 is i mean that's it's like you know double. Huge. it's yeah. double it's double and we don't really if you think about when you're in school um your formal educational training your your occupational training they don't really talk about willpower it doesn't even get discussed it's not even mentioned and most people probably wouldn't even understand what willpower is but willpower is so here's a good way to um think about willpower and i i ask i I encourage you all to ask yourself this question who would i be what kind of life would i have if I was able to do what I needed and wanted to do, regardless of whether I felt like it or not. So I'll repeat it just again so you can you can chew on this for a second. Who would I be? What kind of life would I have? What would my life look like? If I was able to do what I needed to do, whether I wanted to do it or not, just regardless of whether I was up for it, felt like doing it, wanted to do it, if I could do what I needed to do regardless. What would life look like for me? That is the essence of willpower. This is why researchers call willpower the master aptitude. And I mean, what do you think about that, Carl? It's, we haven't really discussed that. It, you know, you and I haven't really yeah. talked much about it. But no, it, it you know, it made me think back to a comment I had made on one of our earlier podcasts, and uh, it was kind of the connecting the dots for me. I was telling you about th- these two guys that were in my my squadron when I was flying. One had this really good talent, and the other guy really didn't have the same amount. And yet, he worked his butt off. He would not accept what I, I want to say mediocrity, average. Being you know, to, he mm-hmm. took his level of ability beyond where it it most likely naturally would have been because he wanted it and he put forth the effort. He would not quit. And that's a shout out to you, Girth, big guy. You're amazing. He would not. He just didn't know how to. He didn't know how to accept it any other way. And I, to me, that's the essence of willpower. He he wanted it. He, he and he did. He did what it took to get there. No matter what it took. No matter how hard it was. No matter what the obstacles were, because he he that was what he visioned. And and he made it. He made a reality of it. And and I always wondered how the heck did he do that? And I and I guess it yeah. was really I was seeing willpower in action, without really understanding what it was. Yeah. So to me, that's an that's it. Just shows you what you can do and where you can go with your life, on things that you may not think are achievable, but and they may not be if you don't put the willpower and the yeah. and the the motivation and the key word effort. Yep. into it 
Yeah, there's so that was my thoughts. Well, willpower is something that can be taught. I mean, it can be cultivated. You can work on willpower. You can develop willpower. It's not just like you either have it or you don't. Um, which I think was a big misconception that was postulated for years was like some people got it, some people don't. You know, some people are just born with the the determination, determination, and and some people just don't have it. And look, some people are born with that. Some people just come out like. You know, <laughs> yeah. Think about some kids, right? You know, it's like some oh just—they just come out that way, and you're like, "Man, I'm getting out of her way because she is not going to quit." Um, but but it is something. If you feel like you're weak in that area, you can you can cultivate it. But willpower is really important. I mean, there was a, a very um, famous test that was done 50 years ago at Stanford by a researcher named Walter Mischel, and a lot of you probably have heard of this. It was the marshmallow test. And he ran this test with preschool kids where he put two groups of kids in a room and he said, here's a marshmallow, little preschool kids. And you know, marshmallows, when you're a kid, you're like, eh, all right, it's game on, right? And he said, look, if you can wait and not eat this marshmallow in 20 minutes, I'm going to come back and I'm going to give you another marshmallow. And so obviously some of the kids did not wait. They shoved that marshmallow right in their mouth. <laughs> And other kids waited the 20 minutes. And what they were demonstrating was willpower. And what he found was they followed these, they did kind of a longitudinal study. They, they followed these kids for the next 30 years over their life. And what he found between the two groups was the kids that had better impulse control, the ones that could delay eating the marshmallow were more financially successful, had more success in education, had better relationships, were physically and emotionally healthier, had better body mass index scores. I mean, it was, I mean, and it was statistically significant. It wasn't, you know, a marginal amount. It was a massive difference between those that, that could wait and those that couldn't. And so, Delaying gratification, um, being able to imagine what life will be like if you delay gratification is is a very important concept in in willpower. It's a it's a huge issue. So, it, let's should we talk about like what 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 is what exactly is willpower? What does that mean? Can I talk uh, about a, an wanna, F, the fMRI? Yeah, if you stuff? want to go down that, if you want to go down uh, that rabbit hole, I do, I do. I think I think you know since our our audience is pretty savvy and pretty skeptical about everything, um, <laughs> which is good. I mean, you should be. Um, you should challenge. You should challenge assumptions. You should absolutely. I'm I'm all for it. So, if we were to put you in an fMRI machine and watch your brain at work, uh, if you were asked to think about yourself, a certain a certain part of your brain would light up. You would be able to see that on the on the fMRI machine. fMRI machines look at electricity in different parts of your, your brain, where are the neurons firing? And then if you were asked to think about a stranger, another part of your brain would light up. And then if we asked you to think about yourself in the future, 10 years from now, for some people, their stranger part of their brain would light up, while others, their self part of their brain would light up. And they found in these studies that this was highly correlated with willpower and the ability to, to delay gratification. So those with higher levels of willpower, the ability to delay gratification and do the right thing, rather than just follow their impulses, uh, 
have a stronger connection between their current self and their future self. And those with low levels of willpower have a much stronger disconnection of their current self with their future self. So think about this. Like if you go, what, what's something that, that, that you battle with? Mine is sweets, like sugar. <laughs> I have a horrible sugar addiction. Uh, it's, it runs in my family. It really does. There is totally a genetic component uh, to this. Um, it's insatiable. And so like if I go to the grocery store and I walk past the, the fresh donuts section, I want to grab a handful of those things and shove them in a bag and barely get out of the store and start shoving them in my face. And that's because I want that. I'm like, I want this. I need this. I mean, I used to be a smoker, you know, a cigarette smoker. I had to quit. And and it it thank God I did. Um, but it was it was really hard for me. Um and if I get into the store and I can't imagine, okay, I see the donuts. I'm like, God, this would be a good idea. That looks really good. And you have all that little voice in your head says, well, you know what? It's, it's, it's late in the week. I'm going to, I'll only eat half and I'll give the rest to the family. I'm going to, I'm going to bring these home for the family. It'll be something to wake up to and it'll be a surprise. It'll be something nice. All the excuses, that little whiny little voice in your head that just says, just this time, just this one time, it's okay. You can do it. It's, it, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> right. If I'm in that place and I can't imagine the future version of how I will feel if I eat those donuts, I'm just going to buy them. I'm going to be like, why the hell not, right? I've got nothing to lose. But if I can think about the future version of myself, maybe it's uh, you know, 10 minutes from now, it's 10 hours from now, it's 10 weeks from now, it's 10 years from now. If I can't connect on a, on a pretty deep level with how will I feel in the future if I do buy those donuts, I'm just going to buy them. So this ability to imagine your future self in understanding the consequences of the impulse, if you don't have the ability to do that, you haven't cultivated that, and that's something you can develop. If you haven't cultivated that, you're going to have very weak willpower, which really means you're going to have very poor impulse control. When you, uh, when you first brought that up, how I internalized it was that obviously you need to have that feedback to really know because at that moment, you know, if you were to ask the person, do you, what, what do you envision? Oh yeah, I really believe. Okay. I see myself there, but the, the electrical impulses where it's going and what it's lighting up can tell a different story. And what it's almost telling me when I heard that was at a subconscious level, do you really believe it? Almost like if it's lining up the stranger, it's like saying, yeah, I want this, but I don't really believe I'm going to, you know, I don't, I don't really feel like that. You know, I don't really believe it. I want it, but I, I don't know if I'm going to put forth the effort or believe it in a kind of thing. That's how I internalize it. Yeah. It, it, but look, at, the, it, at the conscious level, you're not thinking that. You're thinking, oh, what do you mean I don't believe it? Yeah, of course I believe it. Well, because we're dealing with neurochemistry. We're dealing yeah. with dopamine and oxytocin and norepinephrine and all of these different you know, chemicals that are at play. I mean, that's why you know you see the donut, you, you, you're, you get this surge of dopamine. You see the phone, right? Let me just check the, the phone. Even though my kid is asking me a question, let me just look 
at this one more time uh, or not relate to people around me because I just want to look at the phone. Um, this is a real thing. And it's, it's, but so you, you have to cultivate a practice of working on this. And I, look, I'll say this though. If you've been burned over and over, you keep burning yourself and you're not, you're not learning, then you're not going to get anything out of it. And so I think willpower is sometimes when we're just tired enough of feeling like crap about ourself because we're like, oh, I just, I failed again. I failed again. I failed again. And I'm not willing to make a change. You're going to, you're going to continue to suffer, but will willpower is what's here's the thing about willpower. It's finite. Uh, and it's infinite. Let me, so let me explain this. It's, it's finite in that if you use it all the time, <laughs> you're just going to deplete it. But if you can learn to strengthen the willpower, you can expand its capacities. It's like a muscle, right? If you if you pick up a weight and you just keep pumping it over and over and over and over, you're going to go to failure, and you're you, it, it, you burn out all the energy and you can't use it. But over time, if you maybe don't just go to failure every time you lift the weight and you do reps, the muscle gets stronger. Let's talk about habits for a second. We haven't really gotten into habits, but habits are basically the autopilot. A good installed habit means I don't have to hand fly. I, I can get up there, I can click the autopilot on, and I can sit back and sip my coffee, and the autopilot's going to do the work. It's not It's not depleting willpower. Willpower takes energy. And so you've got to have willpower to install a habit. Once you are able to install the habit, how much energy does that habit take? Nothing. Yeah. No willpower is 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 uh, expended on that. So willpower and really being able to create adaptive habits the, that's total. They're absolutely tied together, and you need both of those. I mean, habits basically you celebrate small successes until you know, like you say, you can build it up. Whether it's starting at one push up a day and then going to ten, you know, and fifty. Just same with like you say about reps. How long, you know, going down that venue does it take for a habit to become a habit uh there's all sorts of like conflicting research on how long for 21 days 21 days 52 days i i don't i honestly i think it's the the there is no understanding of how long it takes a habit but i think there's some key ingredients of what allows you to to have a to 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 create a successful habit one of the things that depletes will willpower is a lack of motivation. Without proper motivation, it just willpower doesn't even get ignited. But with proper motivation, it, it goes up. And Walter Mischel, the same guy that did the marshmallow test, he, along with like Carol Dweck, who's a, a more famous researcher on mindset, um, you know, if people think about doing hard things, Th that depletes their energy and their willpower. Uh, it, it, if, if that's what you think, if you think this is going to be hard, this is going to be awful, I don't want to do this, your motivation is low and guess what happens to willpower? It just, it goes right out the door. But if you can energize, if you can energize yourself, your, your attitude, uh, you know, about what you're doing and how you're procrastinating and that it, it, it matters, you're going to increase your willpower. I absolutely agree. Um, 
You know, I'm, I'm almost um, reluctant to bring up that one word that you just mentioned, because mm. that can take us down another rabbit hole, and that's procrastination. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I mentioned it, but it's, you that's know. That's no, a whole I, other thing. Let's, yes, that's, I know. That's, that's I just a whole, was saying, because yeah. uh, uh, that's probably a topic for another day, because there's a yeah. lot to that, because it feeds into all those things, whether it's, it's willpower, whether it's... Um, uh, all, all the things that go along with it, they're all, it's amazing how intertwined, it's like a spider's web. Right. They touch, everything touches each other. Um, but So rules that we, so what do we do, right? It's not just about like, you know, rah, rah, pump yourself up, uh, you know, and that's going to do it. That That's sort of silly. You can't, that doesn't work. If we could do that, we would do that. The problem is, is I can't pump myself up, uh, especially when I'm trying to do something that's that's difficult. And part of that is because you're you're playing defense instead of offense. When it comes to willpower, it's it's a very simple. Um, it's the difference between being responsible and being reactive. And you know, response ability, the ability to respond, the opposite of being responsible is just is just to react to what is happening. And so, those with the best willpower, they're they're not using it for emergencies. They're not they're not playing defense. Like, uh oh, here's the donut. What am I gonna do? They create very, very, when something we talk about in V1 a lot is creating bright lines for yourself of when I go to the store, I don't buy crap. That's a bright line. That's, I tell myself, I don't buy shit at the grocery store. That's a, it's not, well, I try not to buy stuff or I sometimes I don't buy stuff or today I can buy. No, it's, a bright it's like a bright lines is, a, is a, a concept that's taken from you know the legal profession contracts they try to create very very bright lines it's, there's no room well you know you want a contract that that's vague to protect you but the opposing counsel says no it's got to be very specific to protect them so ideally it depends on which side of the position you're on but you want bright lines so it's there's no vagueisms it's just like bang 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 and it's the same with, with the, that's the difference between playing offense and playing defense. If you don't have, if your lines are fuzzy and they're blurry, you're going to be playing defense when it comes to willpower, when it gets tested, when you're, when you're faced with the decision and faced with temptation and impulse and all that, and you don't have a habit around it, willpower is going to be weak, your motivation is going to be low, and you will not succeed as often as if, if you have very bright lines, you've installed a habit around it, and we all have habits, right? I mean, people say, well, I don't really have good habits. Really? Do you wipe your butt after you go to the bathroom? That's a habit. Okay, not to be gross, but you have the habit, right? Don't tell me you don't have a habit. Do you put your shoes on and tie them? That's a habit. You, you have the ability to install habits. Do you brush your teeth? God, I hope so. That's a habit. <laughs> you know, you know, you were mentioning bright lines. I'm gonna say this one, and 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 every pilot out here should go, oh yeah. And that's your contract. Look at how you know the the company interprets things. It's uh, you know, if it's not clearly says will not or no, it says may. Yeah. Or, or at, at discretion. Shall. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want things to be black and white because 
anything that's that in in it allows me to make the decision because otherwise the company gets to do it and and to me like you that, that's a very clear example of bright lines you know w what happens when you don't have them i yeah. guess and you're always fighting the system so um, yeah, you you you, you don't you're you're gonna fail, and then you're gonna what's what happens when we fail? If you if you don't have a an experimenter's mindset, uh, you're gonna be like, I suck. Why bother? It's just another, you know, downfall, another character flaw of myself, which is not helpful. That that diminishes willpower, doesn't it? Yeah. So th that future ver version and vision of yourself, if you don't have that, and I'm not saying 10 years, I'm saying 10 minutes. If you don't have that, you need to start working on that. You need to, that, and that vision of yourself gotta be aligned with what you care about, with what, what is, what's your values, not what other people want you to do. Uh, but what do you actually, you know, what do you give a, give a poop about? You know, not everybody plays chess but i think everybody understands chess and the chess masters and how people if you play for the next move versus the person who's looking five and six moves ahead and envisioning where they're going to be regardless of what the other player does they win if you're going to just play for that move just what's right in front of you like i say the moment you're not going to you're not going to succeed. You've got to be envisioning what's going to happen and doing everything you can to predict what's going to be playing in 4 5 6 moves from now. To me that's kind of what how being proactive instead of reactive. If you're playing for the moment, the next move that's reactive. You're letting them drive, you're letting life drive the the you know your situation. Let me give you another one. And people use chess all the time as an example. I think uh poker is better because Chess, you like you can memorize a series of moves if then, uh, you know what you what you're gonna do. But the problem with poker is there is an element of risk that's unpredictable, just like life is. And you know, at some point, like you 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 learn to play poker. You learn when to you know when to fold. You learn when to place your bets, when not. Um, but there is all, there's always going to be a time where it's unpredictable and you're like, oh my God, how did that happen? And you've got to be able to respond to that. You've got to be able to. And so the, like gamifying, and I've actually worked with professional poker players uh, for coaching. They're an incredibly, incredible bunch of people. They're really uh, so dynamic with how they think and how they approach their life. A um, lot of issues with poker players, um, but there, there's, I mean, you know, it's, uh, I've even treated some pilots that are near professional poker player level, but if you can gamify, and we talk about this at V1 is gamifying your life a little bit. What's good about that is you, you can get beat and you can get right back up and get on the horse if you gamify it. It's like, you know, I love the game Galaga. I know it's this old arcade game. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love to play it. Oh, uh, that and, was one of my favorites. Oh, I love it. And I, I found a Galaga yeah. machine like a, I don't know, a while ago. I would love I was, to find one, but that's another subject. <laughs> but I was playing on it and, and, and like you get killed and you're like, what do you do, right? You're like, get, get, start again. Get it's, another life. You're right. You're not like, oh my God, I got killed. I'm, I suck. My, I'm a terrible person. My motivation is low. I, I don't have the willpower. No, you just get on and you play you play again. So 
I think creating a little bit of ga- of game around some of these things is a good way to start to move your willpower from defensive to 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 playing offense. But the the people that 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 play offense, they just have much much higher willpower than those that that don't have a future version of themselves, a future vision of themselves, uh, and just sort of like wing it every time they go to the don't pass the donut section. It's a recipe for for disaster. I know this isn't this may not be a a direct connection, but it it kind of is for me. And that is, you know, so many people when they don't they envision things and it doesn't go the way they want, they kind of get they kind of go, oh well, I failed or boy that sucked, and it's like it's almost an end point, and they're like, okay, what's going to happen after that end? They don't think about anything beyond that moment, and I'm going. That moment passes and like you say it's almost like a game if you're going to gamify it going that moment passes get back on the horse and keep going because it, it there isn't the only thing that's truly an end point if you're looking at it from a physical perspective is when we all exit this earth up until that point there are no end points there's just the, the maybe a left turn or right turn or maybe you continue straight and if you keep looking at it from that perspective okay i didn't you know the old uh saying well how you know 200 times you didn't make a light bulb uh don't you consider yourself a failure and edison goes no i found 200 ways not to you know 200 first time i made it right and and that's the way life is you can't just stop and that's just and that's not being willing to accept the failure and keep going i'm i'm gonna get there i have a vision of where i'm gonna go and i'm gonna keep going until i get it and and like you said i think that's something you have to build in you so that you don't let those intermediate obstacles weigh you down to the point where you go why try and then you give it all up yeah let's let's break it down now i i'm a firm believer in like you you start small you don't you don't you don't swing for the fences right just 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 try to make contact with the ball so the here's how you can implement willpower starting right now very easily this is not just theory and Oh, Matt's going down this whole social, you know, no taking psychology time. <laughs> nonsense, right? Yeah, whatever. Sure, Matt, sounds great out of a textbook. No, here's a real thing you can do. Breathe, pause and plan and act. Breathe. Breathing, I'm a big fan of breathing. We don't know how to breathe. We still haven't done our episode on breathing, which we need to do. But breathing is the number one way you can boost your willpower. Because when your impulses are hot, taking some deep breaths will cool down those impulse drives and allow you to pause and plan so you can serve those future visions of yourself. So here it is. We've done this before. Let's do it. Let's practice. You make sure you breathe in through your nose, not your mouth, because mouth just triggers the parasympathetic nervous system that a tiger is trying to chase you. That's when we breathe out of our mouth. So you don't want to trigger that. You want to lower your, in, you know, start to activate the sympathetic nervous system. And and let's get this, let's get our, 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 our let's cool ourselves off. So I want you to inhale for six seconds, hold for two, and exhale for seven out of your nose. So I'll do it with you. So inhale for six. Hold for two. And exhale for seven. Let's do it one more time. Six, two, seven.
Isn't that cool? You know, and a note to all you pilots out there. I was doing this beforehand, but um, uh, Matt reinforced it, and that is you want to help lower your blood pressure? Do that beforehand. It will lower your... It works. It works. Triggers the out. parasympathetic I, nervous system. I sat system. in front of the doctor's office, in the doctor's office, and did it with him. I told him, let me try this in front of you and see what the difference is. And it does. It lowers it. Yep. It does. So now that we've breathed, and we've kind of triggered our parasympathetic nervous system to get out of that f fight or flight response. Now we can plan and act according to our values. It's like clicking the autopilot off and just sort of retrimming the, the plane to get so you can just fingertip it and then okay, then put the autopilot back on. Now pausing and planning. Now we're, we're look this is where you got to look at your future self in this fMRI machine, connecting it to our current self and the action that we're about to take. And again, we want to act, you know, in integrity with what our values are, what we actually care about. Otherwise, it's just sort of a silly goal and and it and we'll get there and it either won't or give up on it or we just won't feel any better. And so you just you got to accept that we're off, breathe to create some space between thoughts and emotions and behaviors and then act in integrity with what we care about that's a anybody can do that anybody can do that before you grab the donut breathe it's like in our house before we we want to just keep eating we try to just take a couple drinks of water and wait 30 seconds and then all of a sudden you're like eh, not really that hungry anymore <laughs> you know i don't need thirds <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to eat the fourth piece of pizza, you know, but you've got to pause, breathe, pause and plan, act. It works. It works. Now what? <laughs> well, there was, uh, this was supposed to be kind of a short segue into something else that we'll mm. have to save for the next podcast. Yeah. So I wasn't really ex expecting today because that's kind of what we were talking about. Oh, le okay. Um, let me make, I got one more point. I just thought of something. Um, <clears throat> see, I, I'm always dreading when you do that because uh, you're always thinking of something. I, I know. I, well, I just thought of something. It's like, you know, don't. It's sort of like you don't go to the, the grocery store when you're hungry. That's sort of a stupid thing to do. Eating, moving, sleeping, and focusing are really, really kind of key fundamentals. So if your blood sugar is is lowest, your willpower is when your willpower is lowest. Like it's when we get hangry. It's a real it's a real thing. Um, and the problem is, is w when our blood sugar drops and we get kind of, we lose impulse control, we do really stupid things. And the researchers say that moving is a wonder drug for willpower with nearly immediate benefits. So if you find yourself getting into a snag where your impulses are, are being challenged, just get up and stretch, you know, just get up, move around. That's why I'm always kind of fidgeting a little bit. Like I try to, I try to make it so I, you know, I like to sit on the floor a lot, um, crisscross applesauce, because it gets, <clears throat> gets uncomfortable. And you will move. Uh, it's also a good way to open up your 
joints and everything. It's yeah. it's what we're I'm actually meant seeing to do. something unusual with you right now. You're sitting. I'm sitting. You're usually, yeah. I'm yeah. Sitting, you're usually sitting. standing, which is yeah. kind of a, you know, I actually look now because I, because uh, you talk about it and you have yeah. like the you, like you say the thousand seconds yeah. where you. I move yeah, a thousand seconds. I get up and I move, but moving is, is really key. Sleeping your will, you know, use your willpower tonight to get a, a better night's sleep. So you have more, more for tomorrow. And that's an offensive strategy. If you're sleeping, not sleeping enough, your willpower is going to be low and uh, f- focusing. This is like anaerobic training, which is what strength training is uh, for self-control. And we know that meditation is the most effective way to do this. Like full stop. Meditation is lifting weights for your for your self control, because blood flow increases to the prefrontal cortex uh, when you meditate, and it's it's like it's the equivalent of doing bicep curls for your brain. So I just wanted to say, like, to play offense, not defense, is don't let your blood sugar drop to you know horrible levels when you're trying to make a big decision. Move if you're sitting and just like a potted plant. For too long your willpower is gonna is gonna be low if your sleeping is not regulated and you're not working on that your willpower is going to be lower um if you haven't done focus training which again mindfulness is huge practice to focus training it's going to be um it's going to be really really uh difficult to cultivate stronger willpower game versus shame don't don't you know gamify versus shameify you know, turn things into a game so that you can fall off the horse and you can just get right back up. It's like getting blown up in the video game. Okay, boom, start over. That's what I just wanted to just reiterate. Well, I think we're getting near the end of this podcast. Yeah, I think we, we beat this one. But um, what I want to tell our listeners out there, especially you pilots, is that you just got a glimpse into V1. These are the kind of things that we talk about among so many other things that mm-hmm. allow us to really use and grow. Um, if this is the kind of things that interest you, please contact um, Matt, which which would be a good uh Just do info at Lift Effect is fine for now. We, V1 you know. is getting up and running. We got web addresses, but I don't want to... Uh, it's we so, we have a, a yeah a thing in place to deal with lift effect not not v1 emails yet so yeah. just go info at liftaffect.com if you're interested in v1 we've got two slots left uh for the next cohort um which i assume are going to be filled pretty fast but if anybody's interested contact us now uh or you'll have to wait for the the uh the following cohort to start which will be a little probably sort of mid-summer mid-late summer Everybody, please continue to hit the like button, leave a review. If you have comments, reviews, questions, please send them to podcast at lifteffect.com. We were going to talk about uh, one of the previous episodes that we'd gotten a lot of comments and rev- uh, on, and we're going to save that for the next one. But th- we really appreciate you sending them in because it gives us ideas of where to to focus our efforts on the things that really matter to you out there so please keep them coming matt any last uh comment no comments for me everybody work on your sleep uh as we get ready for summer the it's getting lighter later and that's that's you know creating a lot of changes for people so just try to try to do a bedtime or a a p.m bookend at least when you're home and not on the road try to regulate yourself and and start to you know, bring things down. I'm seeing a lot of sleep issues with, with pilots. That's what, clinically we're seeing a huge uptick 
and sleep problems. And I, there's definitely some of it is just the, the the circadian changes that are happening. So work on it. That's the only comment I have. I'll leave you with mine. And that is, it sounds so simple and it sounds so ridiculous, but it works and it's real. Breathe. Just breathe and breathe through your nose. It sounds like what's the difference? It makes a difference. Huge. Um, so I'll leave you with that. Thank you again for tuning in and listening to us. You are the reason we're here. So until the next one, have a great day, great week, and see you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Lift Effect Podcast. If you want to dive deeper into this episode and every episode, go to our website, lifteffect.com forward slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, we would love it if you'd follow us on Spotify and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate your support. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, all with the ID Matthew McNeil. This show is brought to you by Lift Effect, a clinical mental health and consulting company that assists air carriers, corporate flight departments, pilot unions, and commercial pilots by providing comprehensive psychotherapy and mental skills coaching services to pilots with mental health and mental performance related issues. Visit lifteffect.com, that's L-I-F-T-A-F-F-E-C-T.com to book your free consultation. And finally, this podcast is for general informational purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of counseling, psychotherapy, medicine, or any other healthcare service, including the giving of medical advice. No therapeutic or provider-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and any materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional psychological advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining advice for any psychological or medical condition they have, and they should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on the Lift Effect podcast.